Hey, it's your girl, that strong leading lady, Rhonda, rocking my way to my promised land with the Finding Your Heart podcast. I am a wife, psalmist, entrepreneur, singer, missionary, mentor, coach, friend, and your inspirational strategist. Bringing inspiration from God, experiences, the Bible, and a few degrees. So enough about me because really it's all about you and your life and your dreams and your goals. So let's get started. Thank you for considering to um, be our sister girl for the month of March. And uh, you guys know already that I love celebrating people. I love it when women can have a goal and go after their goal, achieve their goal through life's crazy ups and downs and friendships and different things happening, but really just achieving what your heart desires and what you feel like God has put into your um, heart and mind to do. And so I'm excited because Sharita is one of those women. And if you don't know her, you need to get to know her. She is a native of Greensboro, North Carolina, but she currently resides in Little Rock, Arkansas. She is a devoted wife and mother, but this woman, and that's what I call it. I was like, you sound like real, real grown because I've known Sharita for a while now. (laughs) But she graduated. uh, She's a graduate of John Brown University, where she recently earned her double master's degree in marriage and family therapy and clinical mental health counseling. She also received her bachelor's degree in psychology from the University of North Carolina, Greensboro. But let me tell you, this sister girl right here, she is the founder and CEO of Black Therapists Unite, an organization that brings black therapists together to strengthen the black community. She also owns her own private practice called Grace Place Therapy, where she has the humble opportunity to serve and provide therapy for all people. So, Sharita, welcome to the Finding Your Heart podcast. We're excited Thank to have you. you. <laughs> I'm so excited to hear your voice. I'm so excited to share with you and everyone that's going to be listening. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, she has her. Um, uh, hats in her hands. She is juggling them, and she is doing it. So let's let's just talk about you know being a sister girl. Okay, okay. So I know Sharita. We probably didn't even talk about this yet, but we identify sister girls as someone who is close. That you know we may not talk all the time, but we have each other in prayer and in support. So yeah. I know you have uh, you kind of embody that definition of being a sister girl, which is one of the reasons why we wanted to highlight you um, in the show. But when we talk about just being a black therapist and just how our community kind of looks at therapy as taboo, have you found that out? Like, okay. Can you talk about that a little bit? Absolutely. So obviously, um, therapy in the black community, like you said, it's, it's totally taboo. However, I will give credit to all black communities at this point, um, because they're actually becoming more invested in it. They're actually interested in, um, getting counseling. They're curious to see what the process is like. 
And as a black clinician, um, that's actually one of the reasons why I went to this field. Obviously, because I love to help people, but I recognize that if I want more black people to uh, seek out a service or get exactly what they need, they probably need to get it from somebody who looks like them. Mm. And so that is one of my primary reasons as to why I went into the field, um, because I knew that there was a need for our community, and I just wanted God to use me to help fill that void and um, provide that need to the people who so desperately have a need for it. So, um, yeah, to your point, it's taboo, but I will say that the stigma of mental health is becoming slowly but surely eradicated. I'm so excited about that. Awesome. And I think what's powerful to me is being able to have uh, therapists or clinicians that believe and have kind of the same faith that you have, you know, um, being a Christian and, you know, not just going to someone who's going to tell you or give you ways to think that you're not thinking. So I'm glad that you're in this area and <clears throat> excited about all the lives that you're already touching and going to continue to touch um, for months and years Thank to come. You. Yeah. So, Thank you. You know, the Finding Heart podcast is all about healthy relationships and building healthy relationships, whether it is with a romantic uh, person, a significant other in your life, a friend, a family, mm-hmm. on your job, whatever it is. And um, I know you know, as well as I know, that relationships can change and come and go and change so often. But, (laughs) (laughs) oh, my Lord. Too well. Too well. Sometimes you think, am I crazy? Like, what is going on here? So, oh, yeah. um, You know, let's talk about the, you know, I'm going to talk about all three. I know we're going to just talk about two, but let's talk about all three. Um, first healthy boundaries in friendships and maybe you kind of can give us advice on, maybe it's all the same advice. I don't know, but just from a, you know, from your experience and as far as your training friendships, Mm -hmm. and then you have, uh, as women, we have our romantic relationships, right? Mm -hmm. If we're married or if we're we're dating. And then of course, when you get married, that's, that's a whole nother relationship. So, (laughs) How, you know, give us some tips on how we can just like establish healthy boundaries in relationships. I know with me, you know, moving around with the military, I'm always um, having to go in and out of relationships. And um, uh-huh. and then when I got married, just dealing with uh, in-laws and, and family, how to establish those healthy boundaries, you know. So, I don't know. Just talk with us. Let us know. Give us something. Because usually I've learned that if you don't establish those boundaries, someone always gets hurt. <laughs> And or you're you feel like you're the one that's left out in the cold um, or, you know, just kind of out of your mind thinking, what in the world have I done or what needs to happen or how can we move forward? So take it away, Sharita. Help us out. We need some help. (laughs) 
Yeah, so like just to your point really quickly about just kind of thinking, oh shoot, am I the wrong, am I the bad person or what have I done wrong? I think when it comes to boundaries, you're going to experience a plethora of emotion. And so that is kind of to be expected. But to go into the point about establishing boundaries, I really think one, it's really important to do your own work. I think a lot of times we go into relationships with the friendships, um, romantic relationships, um, romantic relationships that move into marriage. And then when you get married, having to deal with the relationships of your husband or your spouses, um, family members, and even your own family members, you have to do your own work. And what I mean by doing your own work is taking that step if you can to go to right to make sure that when you're interacting with these people you're not having these unrealistic or unspoken expectations Mm. i think a lot i think a lot of times when we go into these relationships you know sometimes we think oh they should know what we like because they've been with us for this long or you know this is my bffff times fff they should know my favorite colors they should know my favorite people or whatever (laughs) they should know that this is how i am blah 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 but at the same time how can someone know what you expect if you never communicate it? and that goes across the board for all relationships we have to have um, spoken expectations. We cannot assume that people know us inside and out. Why? Because we're ever evolving. Mm-hmm. And as we're constantly doing our work, we should never be the same, right? We shouldn't. <laughs> we shouldn't be the same, but you would be surprised. Mm. I'm going to jump on that bandwagon. <laughs> but that's also somebody who hasn't done their work. You know what I mean? Mm. So we can use our friendship, for instance, Rhonda. Like, we've been friends with God knows how many years it's been. I have no I idea. Like it's been over 15 years. It's been <laughs> probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to venture to say between like 10 to 15 years we've been friends and our relationship has evolved from when I was such a little girl. You, in some ways, kind of mentored me and now I'm grown, grown. Yes. So at this point, we're like working together, but you have come to me with the expectation of, hey, girl, this is what I want you to do. I know that we haven't talked in a while, but I don't even expect that for because I know you are over here working your tail off mm-hmm. and I'm over here doing the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so that, that expectation is mutual. So I think when it comes to boundaries, having those um, expectations confirmed and discussed is super important. Mm-hmm. Um, when you get to a place of when you're not communicating your expectations, boundaries and feelings are going to be hurt. Yeah. <laughs> They're just going to be crossed. Boundaries will be crossed and feelings will be hurt. And so... Um, just laying the expectations out and, and, and being willing to work through them together in your mm. relationships work to make relationships work. Mm. So that's now you said a whole lot. My goodness. <laughs> 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 Which was so good. I it was so good. Oh my gosh. I hope y'all are taking notes because all of that right there, we could just stop talking, but y'all know I have another question. So <laughs> but that was so good. Oh my goodness. Mm. And it's something so common that I see among like many of my clients, you know, or the people that I just talk with and um in community with. We just have these expectations of people that aren't even fair to have. Yeah. Um, another thing to another note to make is, you know, if we have an expectation of someone that we haven't communicated and it's an unrealistic expectation, a part of doing our own work is to understand that um 
the person that we may have an expectation of may not even have the capacity mm. to fulfill it. They may not have the capacity to fulfill it. And so therein lies an unrealistic expectation. It's not fair for you to expect that. And it's not fair for you to expect it of somebody who can't even handle it. Honey, this is but good. The <laughs> but the only way for you to really understand it and comprehend that is from you doing your work. Right. You gotta do your work. Right. You gotta do your work. In order to have healthy boundaries, you gotta do your work. And then we can't get upset if the person doesn't have the capacity, the capacity at that time. Exactly. You know. Exactly. I, I think the beauty of a, of a friendship is is being able to respect where people are in their lives and you know Absolutely. and love them wherever they are you know exactly. um, something when you were talking made me think about the needy friend that that coin like oh that person's so needy um, and what I'm hearing you say is that, you know, it's maybe that person is needy because they have these unrealistic expectations. <laughs> it, that or they haven't done their own work. Mm. They Sometimes you just got to figure things out on your own. It doesn't require a person to assist you or hold your hand through it. Right. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just have to figure out life and that's okay. Right, and and not be afraid to to figure out life. Um, exactly. Oh, that is so good. I love the part <laughs> that you were talking about. How you know we kind of should be evolving and changing, and as we're evolving and changing, our relationships or friendships kind of change, and and people have the opportunity to to what did you say? Work through those changes. Or work through those expectations together if you desire to. Exactly. And if the relationship is worth fighting for, fight for it. I think we live in a culture um, where we're just so quick to cut people off. And, mm. you know, biblically, we're not, we're not supposed to do life alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and for those needy friends, I mean, I get it in some ways simply because that is a human need. Right. Um, <clears throat> but at the same time, there's also a level of you fulfilling your own need and not expecting somebody else to do it for you. Right. Mm. Okay. So there's a relationship that we need to fight for. We just got to fight. <laughs> right. Well, how do you know, and I don't even know if you can really answer this question. And if you can't, it's mm-hmm. totally fine. But how do you know if a relationship is worth fighting for? I think sometimes we, for believers, I'm going to just start here with the believers because I'm a believer, you're a believer. Mm-hmm. We'll go there first. I think sometimes as believers, we pray, we fast, we speak in tongues and all that. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just think that some believers have this expectation that God is just going to fall from heaven and say, fight for this relationship, right? Mm-hmm. I really don't, I personally don't really believe that. I think it's more so a journey where you just have to trust God in the journey, mm-hmm. do the work, be practical about it, making sure that whatever it is that you're doing as it relates to this particular relationship is viewed and done through the lens of the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't align with the Word of God, then you don't have to fight for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, if it, if it doesn't align with his word, if it doesn't align with your values, your morals, and what God has called you to do, 
then it's not it's not necessary to fight for it. Right. But when you know that this is something God has called you to do, that it's been confirmed, um, you've been trusting God in the process to see you through or what have you, um, fight. Right, right. We don't want to just cut people off. We don't want to cut people off because that's not what we're called to do. But there is a such thing as, you know, this person is keeping me from certain things in life. Okay, then maybe we need to reevaluate. Right. Right. We need to reevaluate, say, if I'm going to keep fighting for you, I'm going to fight for me too. Or um, the, the fighting needs to be mutual. Or then we need to establish what ring of life you're in. And what I mean by ring of life, you have that inner circle of like your husband, your children, maybe your parents, maybe your siblings, if you're super close to them. Then you have that next circle outside of that, which would be like um, best friends, close uh relationships or whomever and then the ring outside of that will be work or church or whomever whatever mm-hmm. goes in those particular ways you get to decide that mm. but there's there's some type of priority as it relates to your fight <laughs> right right <laughs> so you have to consider that as well you know if it's a priority absolutely some people you just got to say hey since i have to see you down the road but right now my marriage is worth fighting for right Right. Or my kids are worth fighting for. Or my best friend, we've been friends for 15, 20 years. I'm not going to just let this relationship go down the drain. We have too much invested. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, but yeah, you you will know. You'll know. And, and then being able, I love the way that you just went on ahead and gave us an example on how to articulate that. Because I think sometimes people are nervous about that kind of. Uh, setting the expectations or, or thinking that sure. it's going to be something, a whole big fuss or conflict when it's just like, no, this is kind of where I am right now and this right. is what I need to focus on. So, exactly. Wow. I, I don't know about y'all. I'm already like, okay, I got to have Sharita back because <laughs> this is so good. It's already... It's already been, oh my gosh, almost 20 minutes, y'all, but... We can go. We, I mean, I'm just like, yes, keep going, tell us more. Let's go, I'm ready. You know I love you, right? So please take a few seconds to like this particular episode subscribe to my channel and share this with someone you know thank you so much for listening don't forget to follow us on facebook at finding your heart incorporated or instagram fyh for you the number four you rock you because god wants you to and nobody else can rock like you can